This podcast was brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on Sirius XM. Now, Ryan, let's talk a little bit about this holiday shopping report. Tell us a little bit about the genesis of the report. How is it conducted? What is its, you know, how do you do this report? How does this analysis happen? What is the time frame? Things of that nature. Sure. So we look at holiday trends and holiday shopping every year. And not just how much are people going to spend and where are they going to spend it, but what's really happening with the consumer and, and how they think about holiday. Okay. And so, so we conduct a consumer survey. Uh, we send it out to thousands of uh, consumers. Interesting. And these are, these are U.S. consumers or are these, uh, uh, is this around the world, Ryan? This is North American. North American. North American consumers. Okay. And we pair that with what we're seeing with our clients. Uh, H.E. Carney and, and working with retailers of talking to our partners and our firm and say, what are we seeing out of retailers and how are they thinking about holidays? Mm-hmm. And to really understand what do we think is going to be different this holiday season. So I don't, I don't think it's anyone's surprise that holiday spending was way up this year. Right? We all expected that. That's, that's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Um, we all expect the shift of greater online, online spending. So what, what was interesting is really looking at the, at the consumers of, as we talked about earlier, being less and less flexible in how they think about retailers mix, missing the mark and their promise to them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, in other words, there's very low tolerance, right, Ryan? 60% of consumers that we talked to said they would change stores if there was a bad experience Six, and not shop there again. 60%? Wow. 60%. Wow. That's shocking. 60%. Mm-hmm. And what's tough is, you think about a retailer's perspective, they're in the holiday season right now, and all the plans for holiday have been set months in advance. Mm-hmm. You can't make changes right now. I it's see. Just about ex- just about executing. How do we make sure we're executing in the store? How do we make sure we're executing online? They can't make changes to inventory level. They can't make changes to uh, what their plans are. And so it's uh, it, it, it's a bit of let's make sure we plan for it right and sit back and watch and, and make sure we're successful. And so part of what this does your analysis within the report. Ryan, diagnose what consumers would think a bad experience is. Like, what are, are is, you know what I mean? So in some senses, it's like, what, yeah. what are the things, what are the key things that if I screw A, B, and C up, I'm really in bad trouble, but D, E, and F, maybe less so. Can you diagnose that a bit more with a bit more granularity? Yeah, I can. So I, as we looked at it, you see some of the typical trends that you would expect. A customer doesn't like to wait in line. They don't like to have huge crowds, it's tough to navigate a store, and they don't like seeing out of stocks. And the same when you go online, is they like to be able to know they're gonna get their item when they get it. As we look in this a little deeper, you can see is consumers have just completely shifted. It's become much more, much more instant gratification mm. focused. Mm-hmm. And, just, and less tolerant of, we can't get something right now when I want it to where I want it. And it's going to continue to increase as we think about more and more shifting online, as we think about the access we have at our fingertips with our mobile device, is, is being able to provide a consumer a good experience is becoming more and more critical. And not going to, a consumer is no longer going to be able to <clears throat> say, oh, that's okay. Next time, just make sure you get it right. Uh, if you get it wrong one time, then 60% say they're going to go shop elsewhere. 
Wow, that, that is a shocking number. That, that would make me extremely nervous if I was in charge of uh, customer experience from the firm's perspective, Ryan. Let me ask you this. So you, you talk about some of these like almost logistic intolerances that, that consumers have. Did, were, in the San Francisco forum, when you guys were discussing this, the changing face of retail, were there other kinds of things that were discussed as the type of experiences that they really, really want to have that go beyond just like, you know, fast wait times and kind of things that are about convenience and things that are and move more into things that are about, you know, having a particular type of new or innovative or out of the box experience within a store that perhaps one would not expect. Was there any of those conversations kind of diagnosing and pinpointing any of those potential kinds of things to to deal with this issue? Yeah, for sure. There there was. And as we as, as we talked about it, the the future of the store was really thought of, okay, let's take away the more staple consumable items, those things that are just the standard commodities that you buy. And and take those out of out of the store, put them in the back of the store. Mm. And no longer no longer have a consumer shop for those. Okay. And so in the store then becomes pure Experiential new products, innovation. Try this. You know, in a grocery store that's fresh because the touch and feel of of an, an apple or a cantaloupe. Um, as you get to electronics, it's trying trying the electronics and apparel. It's it's trying apparel and and even trying it on in, in a digital mirror. But being able to really transform how a consumer would come into a store and see a store, mm-hmm. still provide a full assortment of all items that they could access at that store and not have to wait to be able to get that shipped home. They can get it there in the automated warehouse in the back of the store. Interesting. And so part of what this is going to require, Ryan, is a kind of thinking about, you know, what is going, what what are those newer things, innovative things that I can do? Do you, can, do you, know of like specific examples that some retailers are doing experiences within the store that have struck you as, wow, that was a cool kind of innovative idea to get people doing things and excited about the actual experience? Yeah, I think there's a couple. I mean, there's, um, you know, we went and visited this, this batch store in San Francisco. It was a great concept of uh, bringing in a showroom that changes out in batches. Um, and and the, the founder has really done an innovative job there. And so instead of having a traditional ongoing assortment, there's four or five batches in a year that, that you'll have. And that's everything from furniture to apparel to mm. consumables okay. that bring in and completely change out for, for that year, um, <clears throat> for that season of that year. I see. Uh-huh. Um, as, you look, as you look at, you know, as you look at, let's take a look at what Best Buy has done and their mm. resurgence over the past couple of years mm-hmm. of being much more, Brands experiential focused in their store, less transactional, but come come experience that brand. And look how look how successful they they've been be able to to turn the business around over the past year or two. And <clears throat> there's a number of other examples that I, I, I can't bring them all up, but there are you know, retailers really changing how how a consumer will interact with them in their store, not just in the store and how they shop, but then how they combine that and integrate that with, with online shopping and. Um, buy online, pick up in store, and and, and, in all manners, how they interact and transact with customers. Very interesting. Let me ask you this. we got about a minute left, Ryan. If you have to, if you, what you do for a living at AT Carney, you advise these guys, if you had to point to one critical aspect of kind of advice for retailers, what would that be? Advice for retailers is 
just focus on the customer. That's all you can do. Focus on the customer and get ahead of the customer. Right? Too many times we wait and, and see what a customer wants and then react. But those retailers that are winning are those that are looking well beyond today's time, looking to the future of what the customer is going to want. Very, very cool stuff. Ryan Fisher, thank you so much for being with us tonight. America, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you too, sir. I appreciate you. Listeners, to learn more about Ryan, find him on atcarney.com. I got to spell this out because this is not what it sounds like. A-T- K-E-A-R-N-E-Y.com. That's where you can find out more about Ryan. Or follow Ryan on Twitter at A-T-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Listeners, if you're enjoying this as a podcast, remember that our show, Marketing Matters, airs live on Sirius XM Channel 132 every Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. and is replayed Saturdays at midnight, Sundays 8 to 10 p.m. and Mondays 2 to 4 a.m. For more insight from Business Radio, please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.